This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, it is. Motes and Euler on SNR. I like how that that drop sounds like that, man. We back? That that voice is just so perfect. It's kind of like your voice, man. Oh, stop it. It, I wish I had a voice like whoever that, that is. Listen, that voice, I don't know who that person is, but I can hear them tell stories like all day every day they, they just got that voice you got that same it's like voice like one of those movie trailer voices yeah it's like certain people got a storytelling voice in a different you know? time and galaxy long long time ago in a far far away place far far away <laughs> I had to catch up on all my TV shows know, after right? this past week Sheesh. all my Loki and my Bad Batch and everything and you know what I got a, I got a quick story for you oh, 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 oh let me see let me hear that story time baby. I got a quick let me story, hear story time alright so I was in Hilton Head right um Beach, golf, all, all that good stuff. Went Live, golf, living a boss life, I get it. Went, went golfing twice, okay? Um, That's with, how you with, know you're special. Went golfing with my father twice down in Hilton Head, and I had to tell you this story because I knew you would like it, all right? Golf game's getting better. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like the the Arthur Motes classic, you know, the Maguire two, Memorial bro. with Arthur Motes. We, we've was, inspired each other. It was a turning point for me, honestly. <laughs> uh, golf game's getting better. Hit a couple really nice shots, right? It was the uh, the second round of golf that my dad and I played. We are playing at a place called Palmetto Hall in Hilton Head. And uh, it's like a, a, one of those long par fours, okay? okay? And I think you know the holes that I'm talking about where at the end of the fairway, the cart path cuts through the hole, mm. if that makes sense, Yeah, yeah right? I'm familiar. So you yep. got like your tee box, you got the fairway, and then before the green, the cart path cuts through the hole. Mm-hmm. It was one of those holes, right, Motsi? And I hit my tee drive, I hit my tee shot. Right down the, right down. I mean, I crush it right yeah. down the fairway. My dad's like, oh, and my dad's a really good golfer. Yeah, you know, my dad's like a six or seven handicap. Like he's yeah, he's a good he's golfer. Nice. Yeah, and he's like, oh man, that was a great shot. You're gonna be just before the cart pad. That was perfect, right at the end of the fairway. We get down there. I got a hole in one, Motsi. Not on the golf course, on the cart path. There was a pothole. <laughs> there was a pothole in the cart path. And my ball landed perfectly in the hey. pothole. I got to show you the picture. All right, I'm not lying here. Wow. Look, there's the picture. What are the odds of that? That is a whole. The that's golf, a dope picture, the by golf the way. Ball stopping That's a hole in, in one, the bro. Pothole on the cart. That path. is a legitimate hole in one. I, I don't care one. what no one says. A pothole in one. And it's is documented too. I'm glad it's documented. <laughs> that's an epic picture right there, bro. So that was my golf story for you. I got a pothole in one yeah. last week in Hilton Head. I love that. I absolutely love it. That's that's awesome right there, man. That is awesome. <laughs> oh, it was a good week, partner. It was a good week. We're going to have a good week next week uh, back at Heinz Field. Yeah, man. But, you want to share the details? Well, I was going to say, yeah. do you want to do that now or do you want to talk about Chaz Green first? You're, well, no, you're, you know, you're in the driver's we'll, seat, baby. We'll talk Chaz Green because obviously we know that we got to keep the people on the hook a little bit. I mean, if we drop the, the Steelers' schedule of our we radio stuff. We got our training stuff, camp schedule, then, Yeah, man, they're not going to be listening to us anymore. They're going to be like, man, we we waiting for next week when they're in a real show starts. Right before we right before we go on air. Yeah. We got know? our schedule. I mean, is it is it new new year, new us, new time, new what? Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm just checking. You never know. <laughs> I mean, we know, but y'all don't know, but we'll tell y'all in a little bit. I love it. But what we're going to talk about right now, though, is the Pittsburgh Steelers, not only did they sign Melvin yesterday, but – this was sometime between last night, early this morning, because I got that notification as well that the Pittsburgh Steelers also signed offensive tackle Chaz Green. Now, little context on Chaz Green: uh, he's 29 years old. He's played in the league for four years, or yeah, four years. Excuse me. Two, uh, two of those with Dallas, one in Oakland, and then last year he was with the Indianapolis Colts. You remember him? He played. He started in the game 
that we played them late in the year last year. I think TJ might have had a sack early in the game on him, but, you know, he, he pretty much held his own during yes, that game. Yes, yes. Now, he's, a, like I said, a former third-round pick, 91st overall selection, so still a top 100 pick, i.e. not a late-round guy. <laughs> there he is. There okay. he is. Okay, out of the University of Florida. So you talk about pedigree. You talk about, you know, a guy that has played in the league for multiple years. This guy brings a lot of that to the table. But I will give you my personal opinion on Chaz. I think that he's improved a ton from early in his years. I still don't think that he is the – proven commodity just yet but i love him for competition yeah. with zag banner yeah honestly early in his career he struggled mightily against the pass he could run block but this is a guy i don't I, some people might remember this is 2016 2017 season he ends up having to start for the dallas cowboys at right tackle they're playing against adrian clay uh, adrian claiborne and the atlanta falcons adrian has never been a legit you know, double-digit sack, pass rush type of guy. Right. In this game, Uh-oh. in this game, <laughs> uh-oh, my man goes for not one, not two uh-oh, sacks. This is getting LeBron James level. Not three sacks. Uh-oh. Not four sacks. Stop it. Not five sacks. Oh, no. This really is LeBron James in Miami. Sets a team record with six Not one, sacks. not two, not three. Okay. Six sacks he had in the game Wow, where he was matched up against Chaz Green. And now, granted, this is this is early Chaz. Like I said, oh, this, this is this, this is three years he's ago. He's a baby. He's ago. a baby. Yeah. So he like I said, he has improved a lot since then. I would hope so. <laughs> but all I'm saying is he still isn't what we are hoping just yet. Now yeah. I do, like I said, I love him for competition with Zach, 100%. but I I feel like Zach should win and Chaz should be more of a swing tackle, yeah. extra old lineman. I think in that role, Chaz is going to be perfect for us. He's going to be exactly what we want. But for me, just because it's hard to forget those plays, those type of games, and I've seen it happen with multiple players against multiple teams. Even when I was in Arizona, we got a chance to see him. And it was the same concept. Yeah. You know, now, granted, he ended up getting released that year, and that's why he signed with Oakland. Right. And he has improved since then. But that's the thing that I caution with Chaz, man. I, I hate to have to be real about it, no, but sure. that's just with Chaz, good competition, but he should be more of a swing guy. That, that's how I look at it, man. If you look at it, I mean, he he's – only had one year where he ever played more than 20% of his team's snaps. Mm-hmm. So he he has been a a guy who plays 150, 200 snaps a season. Yeah, typically you know. not a, a, a lot of starts either. Typically not a lot of starts, exactly. Uh, in fact, just I mean, the, the game he started last year in his four-year career. The game that he started last year was because they had an injury, right? And Correct. that was ultimately why TJ got the opportunity to go against him. In Oakland, similar concept. Dallas, that 17 season, he started four games because of injuries, and then we already talked about 16 where he had two starts as well. But that's the thing with Chaz. I mean, like I said, he, he gives you experience. He does. He he has seen a lot, good and bad. That's the thing I will say about him. So he is still a valuable pickup, and I do think that he will help this team. But for me, unless he is drastically improved, right. there's no reason why Zach Banner should not be beating him out. Hmm. That that's the big thing. If Zach Banner's healthy, Zach should beat yes. this dude out. Yes. I wonder too, and, and it's kind of, I guess maybe same church, different pew of, of a conversation that we were having about Melvin Ingram signing. 
Does this put up any any red flags in your mind? We said that Ingram doesn't do that for us for Alex Highsmith. Mm-hmm. Does this put up any red flags in your mind for, for Dan Moore Jr.? Um, I don't think so because with Chaz, he hasn't proven to be the legitimate starter of a left or right side. So I think that he's going to be fine in terms of Dan. I think that Dan is another guy that's in that competition, though, right, in terms of is Dan going to just exclusively play left tackle? Or is he going to be taking some right tackle reps, right? We don't know that just yet, but he could. And if he does, well, then that just adds to that mix of competition because as we've stated on multiple occasions with these tackles, none of them have proven that they are the bona fide starters. None of those guys have proven that they are above competition. And when we're talking about at the left tackle spot, right, with Chooks, this is first time at left tackle. So I don't think that we're looking at that as no competition for him. He's got to be in that mix. But at the same time, now you have competition for Banner without having to compromise one of the guys, right, in terms of how can Chooks be competing with Dan more and then Dan is having to take reps at right tackle, but Chooks only plays left tackle now. You know what I mean? Like that's not a fair competition. Or vice versa, oh, Dan's taking reps at left tackle, but he's supposed to be competing with Banner at right tackle as well. It's not a legitimate competition, you know, whereas now you're going to have, okay, Chaz, you're going to be competing on this side. Every couple reps, y'all switching. Oh, Dan, you're competing on this side. Every couple reps, y'all switching. May the best man win. I love that. And now you can legitimately get that without compromising one of those guys because you're short a player. So, once again, man, good signing. Good signing. Like, I'm, I'm not against it. I, I think this is a really good signing. It gives you depth. Yeah. It gives you experience. That's what we want. And it gives you competition, which is the most important part right now for those younger players like that. I agree. Especially this time of year. Especially heading into um, – I mean, they had training camp last year, Motsi, but this is going to this. This feels more normal. It's still not Latrobe, um, but you got an extra preseason game. You know that that's going to be more snaps for everybody for evaluation and, and everything. There, um, it's 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 good time to be adding these uh, these guys who who have been in the league, who have been around, who are veterans. Um, but you're again, you're you're not really handcuffing yourself much from a from a money from a salary cap standpoint to do so. It's smart, it's good business, and I tell you what, it's going to set up for some interesting position battles uh, starting here pretty soon in the next a few days, Arthur Motes. But this is what you want. You do 100%. You want this. You're not always talking about, other than quarterback, you want competition at every position. I can't stand, (laughs) y'all. I can't stand. I hate that. (laughs) Because you know what they say, Arthur Motes. If you have two quarterbacks, you have none. I can't stand it, but we employed three. I can't stand it. Absolutely can't stand it. All right. But when we when we talk about Kevin Coburn, we talk about this methodical approach. Mm-hmm. Chaz is a sign that they could have done as well. Yeah. They could have done that. Yeah. Could have done that before with TAs. But True. once again, I like the fact that you allow some of these younger guys, right? What was the uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name. They got released as well. Jerron is it Jerron James? James, I think. Yeah. yeah he was the uh, he was a tackle that we had signed as well, undrafted guy. You're but doing your due diligence on those. Yeah, guys. you at least gave those guys a fair chance. A chance to compete, a chance to earn a Jerron roster spot. Jones. Jerron Jones, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. Okay. So you gave him a chance. All right, it didn't work out. Cool. You bring in Chaz. Chaz, even though, like I said, he's had bad moments. Because and the reason why I wanted to get ahead of it with the Adrian Clay Claiborne because everybody, everybody is going to bring that game up. Yep. But like they do for Quentin Nelson. Absolutely. With the so it's like we'll just get it out the way right now. All right. <laughs> so outside of that, though, my man, like he's made plays. He's shown that he can 
help you if used in the right situation. Correct. No different. We're talking about B.J. Finney or J.C. Hassenauer. Those guys can fill in that guard, can fill in that center. Do you want them as a 17-game starter? Probably not. But you know that, man, if they got to start a game or two, they can get it done. You know if they have to end a half, they can get it done. <clears throat> and with Chaz, he's in a similar vein, you know. If something is going wrong or you really need to got to just push a guy, but you think this is the better place you should win, that's what Chaz is right now. So, like I said, I just think this is a good move by this team, man. Uh, I, I agree. I was very excited to see uh, not just Ingram, but but Chaz Green as well, too. Because um, Motsi, I mean, let's be – doesn't it feel like those – the two positions that the Steelers signed today are the position groups that we've discussed the most this mm-hmm. offseason – I mean, maybe, listen, we've talked a lot about the running backs and the wide receivers. We've talked a lot about the secondary. But, man, we've spent a lot of time on the edge rushers. We have spent the most time, for sure, on the offensive line. Hey, extra bodies in that in that regard can't hurt. I, I, I'm with you on that. And, again, we're going we're gonna to see some competition uh, pretty soon here. I mean, I mean real soon, Arthur Motes. Like, as in Thursday – uh, when training camp begins, I believe right in the next week, uh, you no, and I, I will they, be. Don't they practice Wednesday? Well, let me check. I got the yeah. I got the schedule right here. Uh, the first practice is Thursday, July first tw- Thursday, July twenty okay. second. Yep, at one thirty, Coach Tom will be available after practice. The players will be available after practice. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that again. The first practice is this Thursday, the twenty second. But, oh, but try, open yeah, practices yeah, yeah, yeah. don't start until, until next, next week. week. Yeah, okay, we're yeah, good. So we're we good. won't be. Did you I think for like, a second you were like, wait, we've got to no, 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 be no, at the no. facility? No, this is my thing, though. <laughs> this is my thing because I know Tuesday is significant for scheduling and stuff like that. Right. I'm under the assumption that they were reporting on that Tuesday, not this Tuesday. That was my thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so we're so, good. We're good. So reporting is ongoing now and tomorrow, I believe. And mm-hmm. then Thursday, first practice, Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Then it looks like they'll have a couple days off. And then we'll be back at Heinz Field mm-hmm. on my Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes, next Wednesday. Week. And we will be broadcasting live from Heinz Field as we oh, continue, so tell them? As we continue to tease it, Arthur. Oh, Mose. I was going to say, so we're doing, you know, I've been saying. No, I mean, come I, on. I, I think I, people I thought, knew that we were going to be broadcasting live from they there. They did? I mean, we broadcasted that from minicamp just a couple oh, weeks ago. Man. But what if same what if, location but, by the but, way but, same vantage point? But 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 what if what if I quit? <laughs> now what? Now <laughs> then I'm gonna have a lo- I mean then I'm gonna have a lot of work. Now what? Huh? Partner. Now what? You're gonna you know what? I'm work for me. I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done. No, all right, just play. It's gonna be an exciting time though, man. And we're gonna t- we're gonna drop the schedule in a little bit. Trust me, the schedule is coming. We're gonna drop the full schedule so you all can know in. What time to listen to your favorite SNR oh, radio yeah. host personalities, oh, yeah. man? It's going to be a blast. Oh, Arthur Motes. Can't wait. Can't wait. But what people, Heinz man, Field. But, man, what, what, do we have any consensus on oh, Chaz? Oh, are, are they talking about Chaz? If they talk about Chaz, I don't want us to wait to get to that. We can get to that ahead of time. We got some we got some some thoughts on Chaz here for sure. Okay. Um, did you just talk through a yawn? I did, sorry. Bro, you are a beast for that. Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't very professional of me. <laughs> Our buddy on the on the uh, on the reviews who said we were a professional podcast, that's not very professional of me. But what we will say is because you brought up the podcast, you can get us wherever you no, find your no, podcast at Spotify, Apple Play, Google Music, wherever. Just type in Steelers Blitz and that's Blitz with a Z at Zlatan. the end of it. Okay. Zoltan. Zoltan, Zlatan, Zebra, Zucchini. Zucchini. Z- uh, you know what I'm saying? Any any other Z's we could think of, all right? Like you see the Z's. So, 
Wherever you find your podcast at, if you type in Steelers Blitz with a Z on the end of it, you will be able to find our show along with a lot of the other people that you love to listen to on SNR. But the only thing that we ask is this. Because it is completely free, commercial free, oh. I mean, it is awesome. You don't, it, it doesn't get bad at all. But we do have one request that you leave a review. Whether it be five star or one star, we don't do two, threes, and fours, only five stars and one stars because you either love us or you hate us. There is no in between. There is no in between, okay? There is none. So let us know. Like I said, if you do subscribe to the podcast, just put your little review in there and we will read it on air. We're back to that. We're doing that. We are. Okay. You know what? That's a that's a good point by you, Arthur Motes. It has been a while since we have uh since we've read any podcast reviews. I should um I should what I should do is not uh continue to stumble over my words here as I try and find well, I mean, this. at least you're not yawning this time, right? Let's see. Oh yeah, play oh, this no song. No, okay. No, no, no. Uh, wait. Wait a minute. Wait. So you're telling me there's a chance. Wait. Let's see. Uh, we did get one. July 9th. Oh, hey now. Last couple weeks here from MT Vault 101. Love the pod. Moats and Euler are great. I love the insight Moats gives from a player's perspective. Respect, brethren. Well, thank Respect. you, MT Vault. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. And, and we do realize um, there has still been some issues with the Apple podcast for Very people. True. Some episodes are working fine. Some are lagging. Some it's like uploading old episodes into the new slot. We're working on it. Hopefully, by the time we get to the regular season, we'll have this all ironed out. Sometimes you got some kinks technologically. But, you know, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and as always, too, if, if you're having problems in that route, uh, if you just go to the Steelers website, all the uh, all the episodes archived there on Steelers.com as well, too, Arthur Motes. I'm excited, man. Man, I'm always excited. We got to give the people what they want, man. I'm excited. And that's the I thing. Am. So you said we did have some uh, some activity on the on the uh, socials? Yeah, absolutely. Let's dive um, into those, please. Yeah, so Keith says, couldn't be happier about the Ingram signing. Obviously, don't know much about Chaz Green. I know you guys will fill me in more as we go along here. But I just keep thinking that the more experience we can get for the offensive line, the better. 100%. With man. all the turnover and with all the new faces, yeah, that's... And not just that, but you also have to remember that Ben is a year older. Ben's knees are still you know, not young anymore. And that was something that even, because this is why we were <laughs> on our hiatus <laughs> vacations <laughs> when the reports that came out about Ben's new diet sure. and his workout regime Obsessed or regimen. with kale or something they were saying like that, that, they said. They were saying that, because I had a chance to talk to the guy who had released the report. We did an interview with him as soon as it happened. And he essentially said that the biggest concern with Ben losing the weight is not that it's going to make him faster, but they said that his knees are still bad, and that's going to ultimately keep his movement compromised. So hmm. he was saying it to gauge or to, to just tailor those expectations a little bit so don't hear Ben smaller and think, oh, he's going to be able to be more mobile and moving and stuff. They were saying that his knees are still whatever he's been dealing with, and obviously it showed up last year. That still has been, you know, an issue this offseason. But with that being the, the, the case, having more depth up front, having more guys that have been in stadium and have seen good and bad plays makes me breathe a lot easier, helps me sleep a lot easier, knowing that at least 
we're doing more to help Seven out hmm. because he's going to be the reason. As much as Najee has to be Najee and stand up and do some spectacular things this year, Ben still has to be the person oh, at the at the at the you know at, at the helm of the ship, man. He's going to have to be the guy making the throws, getting these calls right, getting 100%. these checks right, and he making can't sure him do, and Matt Canada are right. on the same page. And he can't do that to the best of his ability if he has to worry about getting hit as soon as he turns his back for a play action or as soon as he takes the snap True. and is longer than two seconds. If that's going to be the case, then we're not going to be able to get what we want from seven. So that's another reason why I really love this Chaz son. And I'm like, this is a guy that's been in stadiums. He's done this. At least he's, he's done it. Yeah. At least we've seen him do it. Right. And yeah, we have a lot of faith in these young yeah. guys, but <laughs> it, it is nice to, to have guys that you know. And again, like you said, if worst case, if he's your swing tackle, mm-hmm. if he's kind of your, you know, break glass in case of emergency yeah. guy, if, I mean, if, think if about it's a guy who's in his fifth year that's playing mm-hmm. that role, that's that's a good place to be. And we even talked about him last year, right? We, we said, well, and I kind of joked, about. I was like, oh, yeah, man, this is the duck right here, right? Anytime you get this type <laughs> of guy, like, you want to take full advantage of him, right? And that was kind of how I said it jokingly. But remember in that game when we finished it, granted we won, and granted Ben really heated up in the second half, but what did we say after the game? We said, man, TJ lit it up early with that sack in the first quarter, but – we really didn't hear a, a lot more from him after that. And right. that was because of Chaz. And I was like, man, I'm a little surprised by that. That's but true. that shows the growth because I've seen games where Chaz gives up that first sack and it becomes multiple. And it wasn't just that Claiborne game. It wasn't just that. So to see that, you know, him facing a, a guy that's a front runner for defensive player of the year the past two seasons and held his own like that. Heck yeah. That makes me feel a lot better. No, I, I, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. It's it's exciting. Like I said, even if, Motsi, even if just from the standpoint of the Steelers don't do this a yeah. lot. You know? Absolutely, man. Like adding adding veteran guys, adding free agents, being more active in that regard, it's it's exciting from that standpoint too, honestly. Like throughout my lifetime, the, the last couple years of how the Steelers have operated have been very different from the first, you know, 20-some years as a Steelers fan. Very true. And it's just, that part's just intriguing as a fan. It makes it, easier for us to find things to talk about as well too <laughs> hey man that's the beauty of Steel nation man <laughs> we do uh have a uh have a quote here from melvin ingram okay what we got regarding why he chose pittsburgh as his home for the 2021 season and melvin ingram said and i quote i just did the deal not too long ago just got to the airport it's a dope organization and environment so i definitely feel it's the place for me i met with coach tomlin you could tell he is very involved and a player's coach. That's what stood out to me. He wants to win, and that is what I am on. My role is my role. He just told me to come in and be me. Everyone knows how I play, end quote. I like that, Motsi. And you know what? He is true, though. We know how you play, baby. I'm a fan, and honestly, you know what? Since we're on air right now, I'm going to be transparent, man. Early on, I ain't going to lie, I used to hate his game. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think first round draft pick, 2012, me late round draft pick, but in 2012, 13, I'm starting to come into my own a little sure, bit, and sure. I'm looking, I'm like, man, this come guy's on, getting bro. all You're the love. You supposed to be killing people. You ain't killing them like that. But then when he did, you see, it and it's like now I'm a fan of it. I love watching him play because you could just see how he actually he took it serious. Some of the guys that come in as first-round draft picks, they are just content being first-round draft picks, and they'll be mediocre at the beginning. And from there, they never try to grow from there. But with Melvin, I will say this. Watching his first two seasons and then watching him take off after that. Oh, yeah. Ultimate respect for his game now. 
But that was the thing for me because, like I said, when you're playing, it's, com- it's competition. And he's a top 20 pick. A- a- absolutely, and it's competition. He's the big SEC No guy. question. You, you yeah. already know it's on site. So anytime you're looking, it's like, <laughs> nah, bro, I ain't feeling that. But he has grown so much. Like I said, I don't even know him personally. But just watching him on tape, it's like, man, I I, I really enjoyed his development, man. Yeah. I just had to get transparent one time. That's no, all, No, I like man. it when you get transparent. That's all. I got to share it one time for the people. I got I to gotta get transparent. I, I want your transparency on this, too. Uh, Melvin Ingram, Trey Turner. You know, if I harken back to, um, to even like Ebron and mm-hmm. Nelson and – Going further back, Joe Hayden, right? It feels like anytime a free agent signs with the Steelers, and again, particularly a, a bigger name one, right? The the Haydens, the Ebrons, the Ingrams, you guys, you guys know the names. Man, it seems like one of the first things they always reference is Mike Tomlin. Yes. And just the Steelers organization and the stability and and and, and with that, you know, Mike Tomlin and the head coach and is that a real thing around the National Football League? When you, when I'm just, glad you said that. I from, from the owner to <clears> the so GM to the head coach, it's been the same for, for 15 years. Super rare. That's what makes the Steelers so special. But going back to what you just said in terms of Melvin, first thing he talks about is Coach T. Met Dwayne Haskins for the first time at the softball game, right? Same thing. Same thing. Within two minutes of our conversation of, hey, I'm Moats, yo, I know you are, you has da 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 Man, dude, I got to tell you, man, I absolutely love it here. Coach Tomlin, bro, like, player coach, like, understands me, gets me, cares. So I'm like, it's different. Yeah. And him being a part of another organization, he appreciates sure. it. Sure. Similar to me coming from Buffalo. Sure. It's like when you're homegrown in Pittsburgh, you take it for granted at times. And I've told some of the guys, they're not currently here anymore, but I told some of them, they're <laughs> sure. like, I remember them saying to themselves, like, nah, man, you lying. And then they go and find out when they would go to other places, and they're like, no, dude, like, it's, it's not legit. The same. It's, not, it's the same. not the same everywhere. Melvin is going to get that. He He's already seen a glimpse of it because he's been a part of two different organizations. I mean, not two different organizations, but regime changes, right? Because remember, they fired a coach Absolutely. under his, under his uh, tenure there. So he's been a part of that. He's been a part of a relocation. So you talk about stability and the lack thereof. When you move a franchise from a different city. It's true. That, that, that's the ultimate that, lack That's of ultimate lack of stability. Right when there. you're sharing a stadium. That's the ultimate lack of stability. When you're firing your coach, that's the ultimate lack of stability. When your fact, stadium's getting taken over by every stinking listen, fan base listen, that comes in there. For, for a fact, when I was in AZ, my position coach had just coached Melvin for his first four years. So you talk about, once again, lack of stability. When I was in Pittsburgh, I had the same coaching staff on defense for four years in a row. That doesn't happen The only thing that often. changed was Dick LeBeau left. That was it. Other than that, we never had a new face. It doesn't happen very often, man. So just in this business, that right. is so rare. So when 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 you talk about stability, he is going to be walking into a situation that is going to be just something that he's never seen before, mm-hmm. and that's got to be exciting and rejuvenating for him too. It is because when you feel like, hey, I can be comfortable and I can actually Look what grow it did for and Joe learn, Hayden. it's a difference. Like for and the me, char- the Chargers weren't a disaster to the level of the no, Browns, but, but it's not like man, they've been winning playoff games and winning division titles. Either. I could just tell you from firsthand experience, man, when you come here, the way it inspires you and motivates you and relights that fire, you want to compete because when you get here, obviously you got the coach time element, right? Then you go through the phase of, okay, you got Ben, you got these superstars. Okay, cool. But the next thing is this. When you walk upstairs to your meeting room, hmm. you're walking past six Lombards. Every day. 
not not mocks, not replicas, not not oh these are division championships, not oh we won the AFC championship game. Not no, no, no. rushing titles, no, as Mike no. Tomlin once famously the, said. These are Super Bowl trophies, six of them. You walk past that every single day, and for a fact, you feel the pressure. When you see Mel Blunt, when you see Joe Green, Man, I feel when the you see Jerome Bettis, I'm just Bettis, walking in there to do radio show. You feel it. You say to yourself, "Bro, I gotta put one of those in there." <laughs> yeah. And if you don't, you feel like a failure. It doesn't matter how successful you were. Melvin's gonna understand that, but ultimately, it's gonna help Melvin. It's oh, gonna man. help Chad. It's gonna I help all it. of those guys. Man, it. just be that much more hungry. And that's the thing I'm just so excited about, man. Me too, baby. Oh, I can't wait. We getting there, man. Yes, we are. But when we come back. When we come back, we're going to get to some more of your tweets. And we got the big announcement. But we also got our big announcement, man, where we will release our official training camp schedule. Still in Nation Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, your last chance to get your tweets in, too, man, because after that, we got to get up out of here. All right? right. So if you haven't got your tweets in just yet, everything is on the table. Let us know how you feel about Melvin Ingram. Let us know how you feel about Chaz Green signing here. And when we reveal our training camp schedule, let us know what game, I mean, what practices you're coming to and things along that nature. But. Best way to hit us up is on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The Good Head. This is Motes and Euler on SNR.